So nearly a year ago, world famous racing stuff manufacturer Sparco announced that they were getting into the sim racing industry and that their flagship product would be the Evolve Racing Simulator. With a carbon fiber seat and sporty looks, the Evolve certainly looks like it can do the job, but we have to make sure that it's more than just a pretty face. So that's what we're here to do with our in-depth review of the Sparco Evolve Racing Simulator. Our first pro of the Evolve are the aesthetics. Racing simulator aesthetics can be very subjective, but we do love the minimalist approach that Sparco has gone with. Every part looks purposeful, and they come in a great finish, whether it's paint or powder coat. Our next pro is stability. Now, on camera, the Evolve does show a little bit of movement. The wheel deck does wander a bit, there is a little bit of flex in the pedal plate, and there is some deflection in the seat but in use, it feels very solid. We went through and used a bunch of different wheels to test out the stability, starting with the Thrustmaster TSXW Racer, going to the Fnatic CSL Elite, and the Sim Experience AccuForce V2. We also tried different pedals with the Thrustmaster T3PAs, and then the Fnatic Club Sport Pedals V3. And in all instances, the Evolve felt solid in use. Now, Outside of normal use, you can go and you can, you know, push on it and move the wheel deck around a bit and cause a little more flex in the pedals, but in normal use racing conditions, the Evolve felt very solid. Our next pro is something that we're calling party tricks, for lack of a better word. It's a couple of cool features that the Evolve has. And the first one is that it has casters on the front of the rig that allow you to pick up the rig by yourself without help and move it around to a different place, which is especially helpful if you have to go and store it somewhere when you're not racing, if you're in like a tight apartment, per se. Now, these little casters might not work great on carpet, but on hard surfaces, they certainly get the job done. The other party trick is that the whole front half of the rig can fold up, which again is very helpful when it comes to things like storage. Now, one thing that we did notice is at the hinge point, it can cause the rig to not sit fully flat on the ground, but thankfully there are rubber pads on the bottom of the frame that allow you to level out the rig. So again, it seems like a nice little feature if you need a little more space storing it, and thankfully they've gone the extra step of noticing that it might not be fully flat once you use that hinge function and you got the rubber feet there to make sure that you have it completely level and secure. Our first neutral attribute of the Evolve is the seat. I love the look of this seat with the carbon fiber. The carbon fiber done on the seat is fantastic. You can clearly see that they have really great tooling. I love that you can see the ply buildups where the hardware points are at on the seat. I mean, this thing is done extremely well. I also enjoyed sitting and using the seat. Now, 
At first, it took a little bit of adjustment for me because it is a very upright GT seating position. It is a fixed seat, and I'm a little more used to doing the gangster lean myself when it comes in sim racing and just you know, driving my road car. I like to go and lean the seat back a fair amount. So at first, the upright seat seating position was a little bit tough and I did have a little bit of lower back pain. So I was able to go and adjust this issue out of it. So you do have three mounting points on the front and back of the seat to move the front of the seat up or the back of it up or down. And I went and I used the bottom hole location for the back of the seat. And then I went and I moved it to the middle location for the front of the seat and I was able to give me a little bit of lean and that kind of alleviated my issues with the very upright seating position and kind of my lower back issues and I preferred that a lot more. Now once I made this change again I felt very comfortable and I was able to run for a long time in the seats and not feel any discomfort and I really do like how you fall into the seat. I mean, it's kind of amazing. There really isn't any other sim racing seat out there where you just fall into it like you do this one. And I also like how snugly it fits me. I mean, it really holds you in there. But this part could be an issue for others. So I went and I looked this up and I'm only five foot six. I didn't look that up. I knew that. But in the scale of male heights in the US, I am the fifth percentile. So I'm fifth percentile height, at least in the US, and this seat feels pretty snug on me. I honestly wouldn't want it to be any tighter. So if that's the case, how will it treat someone who's in the 80th percentile or 50th percentile or maybe even 25th percentile? Well, I did get an opportunity to try this out. So while I was testing this rig, I had some friends over and they came and they, they drove in it. And one of my friends, Steven, he's about six foot two, uh, in pretty good shape and really doesn't carry any extra weight on him. And while he was able to fit into the seat, he said that it was uncomfortable on his hips and that he could not run in it for a long time. Now, there is padding in the seat that you can remove, but once you remove that padding, then you are directly sitting on fabric-wrapped carbon fiber, which that isn't very comfortable. So while I love this seat and it's one of my favorite seats that I've ever used in sim racing. I don't know if that's going to transfer to anyone who has a, you know, a little bit of size to them. And that's a big issue. Our next attribute of the Evolve is the wheel deck. Now on the positive side, the wheel deck can accept any brand of wheel out there at no issue running Logitech, Thrustmaster, Fnatic, sim experience is able to accept them all even has the third front hole position for fanatic wheels but it has this odd issue where you can run the third hole if you have the wheel at the closest position to you but once you go and try to push it further back on the deck that third hole and the bolt that you use for it actually gets caught on that whole wheel deck assembly and you can't use it and this is just kind of the tip of the iceberg of design issues that the evolve has now the whole wheel deck on the Evolve is quite interesting. It uses a three-piece design, which is very different from what we see usually from simulators on the market. Normally, it's a one-piece solid wheel deck just attached to the frame. But this three-piece design is, like I said, very different. So there's an outside box that fits between the upright frames that connect to the wheel deck. And that box allows for angle adjustment 
on the wheel or tilt adjustment, I should say. Then there is an inside box that fits into the outside one. And that inside box also has angle adjustment, even though it has four holes on the front and back side for the angle adjustment. It can only pick up two holes at a time before if you try to go and jump a couple of holes from front to back, you it, it gets off alignment and you can't go and do that. So it has some angle adjustment there, but the more important thing that the inside box has is that it has up-down movement, which does come, you know, is very handy and is very useful and is nice to see. Then you have the actual wheel deck plate that you're used to seeing that goes on top of those boxes. And something that's very unique is that that wheel deck can be completely removed from the rig, which at first blush I thought was fantastic because it's always awkward putting a wheel on the rig. You have to go and reach underneath the wheel deck and, and, and secure it. And that can always be tough and, you know, a tight area to work under there. But unfortunately, you know, even though you can pull the wheel deck plate off and then easily attach it to your wheel base, then you have to go and put it all back onto the rig. And again, this is unfortunately more awkward because then you have this box assembly and you have to go and get your hands into this box and you have to go and tighten the knobs that come with the Evolve simulator versus, you know, maybe getting underside of the frame on a normal simulator. So this whole box thing makes it really tough to get your fingers around the knobs to tighten, especially if you're at the lowest position on the whole wheel deck assembly. Once you lift it up to one of the higher positions, it's a little easier to get at, but if you have it at a lower position, it's very difficult to tie in and makes for a pretty awkward experience. So there's pros of this wheel deck assembly deal, but there's also some cons to it as well. Next up is our first con, and that is the pedal plate assembly. So like the wheel deck, the pedal plate on the Evolve is also a unique experience. Instead of it being a single piece plate, it's actually a two-piece assembly that has something that they call a tilt carriage on the bottom that has three different holes that can adjust the angle of the pedal plate. And then you have the actual plate itself that goes on it that can be slid up and down on that carriage for forward and back movement with different slots. And then you have knobs to tighten it. Again, the struggle with this is that because you have to secure the pedal plate to the carriage and that the knobs are underneath it, it was super awkward to adjust. I actually went and I have to lift the rig up on its side and crawl underneath it and go and adjust those knobs while I have the weight of the rig on top of me. And that is just not very comfortable. Now, thankfully for most of you out there, you aren't going and trying different bunch of different hardware on this and you know if you get a rig if you get this rig you go and you put your pedals on there and you have to probably adjust it a bit to get you know what kind of settings you want so you shouldn't have to be crawling under there constantly but um in this experience i had to crawl under there a lot and it was pretty awkward now i do wonder if maybe the thought process from sparko was that well you would go and just tilt up the front for easy access to the pedal plate and while that would be easy access in theory, the issue is with my monitor setups, which isn't really that different from a lot of people out there, it's, it's hard for me to go and just flip that front up. I literally can't do that. I have to pull the whole rig out and that means disconnecting things and it just becomes a hassle. It's easier for me just to dive under and take care of it that way. So 
That is the first con of the pedal assembly plate. So, well, that is a con that could possibly be overlooked. Like I said, that's something that shouldn't happen very often, be messing with that. But unfortunately, the other con I had is just not getting the pedal plate to work for me. So in terms of compatibility with other, with pedals, uh, compatibility is mostly good, but there are a miss or two. So I was able to easily put the T3PA pedals on there from Thrustmaster. And what's also nice is there's two different hole positions on the plate that the T3PAs can go. Next up, I tried the Fnatic Close Port Pedal V3s, and unlike the two positions that the T3PAs have on the pedal plate, there's only one position that the V3s actually fit on, which, you know, could be an issue or might not be an issue. But anyway, it's less options. Also kind of odd is the pedal plate is not very wide, and it's literally the same width as the V3 pedals. So when I put the pedals on, I actually had to loosen up the feet that go on the front of the pedal plate to help it from deflecting because I literally couldn't squeeze the pedals on there. Once you tighten down the feet, it's like right on the V3 pedals. So that was interesting. But unfortunately, or you know, however you want to look at it, there are pedals out there that are wider than the V3. If you look inside the Fnatic family, they have the CSL pedals and the CSL pedals are too wide to fit on this pedal plate, which seems to be a odd omission from it. So that's an issue. And then on top of it, I had an issue with the angle adjustment of the tilt carriage. So while I was running with the V3 pedals, which I tend to run with most amount of time, uh, my right foot kept on sliding up on the gas pedal, which is super uncomfortable and definitely doesn't help you when you're driving. And that's because it just didn't have enough angle on the pedal plate. And that was when I was at the middle hole position. So then I went and I tried to put the pedal plate at the third hole position and give a little more angle. But when I did that, the front of the pedal plate actually hit the frame of the Evolve. There's a plate that runs underneath your feet to you know rest your feet on. And that plate actually hit that frame and I wasn't able to get it to that final hole position. So if you have short stubby legs like I do, you're not able to run that highest angle on the pedal plate. And you know, that turned out to be an issue for me. Now, if you're taller, you shouldn't have this issue. You should be able to push the pedal plate out further and get that angle. But again, another issue where depending on what size you are, this might not work great for you. Our next con on the Evolve are the instructions. So. At first blush, I thought the instructions looked great. I flipped through and there was a ton of pictures, which, you know, is a lot better than most instructions you get with simulators. But unfortunately, once I started building it, I started noticing some issues. So first up, there's some minor things like when you go and you install the red mesh inserts onto the rig, the bolts in the drawings are going the wrong direction. They're going up instead of going down. So um, that's incorrect, but an easy fix. Also, there's some confu confusing things in that the in the drawings, the knobs they have on the drawing is different looking from the knobs you get. And when you get two different sets of knobs, that can be confusing. So that doesn't help either. And then there is the issue that none of the drawings have any washers in them. When you get a whole bunch of washers in the bag, but besides when you put the actual feet onto the pedal plate that shows you washers, it doesn't show you washers anywhere else. So you kind of have to, you know, figure that out on your own, or at least I did. Um, pro tip, 
that you do pick up the Evolve, you put washers on all the bolts. So there were those kind of issues. And then there was the issue of you have all these extra bolts in the bag, all these M8 bolts, but they're never mentioned in the instructions, never never shown in the images, and then never shown, you know, mentioned in the words, which the words on the instructions are also, you know, they're very vague. So what's up with all these M8 bolts? Which brings us to our next con. Our next con are the knobs included with the Evolve. And all I can say is, fuck knobs. So I follow the instructions when building the Evolve, and if you follow the instructions, it wants you to use knobs to secure everything on the wheel deck and everything with the pedal plate. So I followed the instructions, only used the knobs, I tightened down the best I could, and I went driving, and you know, somewhat unsurprisingly, as I drove, everything started getting loose. The wheel was moving all over the place, the pedals, everything got loose, and I go, and I would keep tightening them down and running some more and they always become loose. So eventually I contacted Sparco and I was kind of like, you know, what's up with this? You know, my, my, my biggest interest was when it came to the actual wheel deck uh, assembly with the outside box and then the frame uprights that meet it, I had this gap between them that just looked odd. And I emailed them saying like, is this supposed to look like this? I don't remember it being like this at E3. Also, when I drove the Evolve at E3, I don't remember it being, you know, this much of an issue with things you know loosening up as you drove so and they came back and they said there's a whole bunch of m8 bolts in there get rid of the knobs use the bolts so i went got rid of the knobs used the bolts when it came to that frame and where the wheel deck box meet and sure enough that shored that up and then i kept running with knobs in other locations but as i kept running once that got tightened up then all these other points of failures kept on popping up and as it popped up, I'd go and get rid of the knobs and replace it with a bolt. So, with that said, I have no idea why knobs are included in this kit because they just, they just don't work. If you go again and you buy this, pro tip, don't use the knobs. I mean, go and get rid of them and just use the bolts because once you put the bolts on, the rig was very solid, like I said earlier in the pro section, this wasn't an issue once you use bolts. Now, along the way to me going and getting rid of all the knobs and changing over the bolts, unfortunately there were a couple casualties. So in both the wheel deck plate and the pedal plate, there are those welded on uh, threaded studs on them. And apparently I had a, I tightened them so much during the process that I snapped a stud off of both the wheel deck and the pedal plate. Now, thankfully, when you use a bolt, only having two points of contact on both seems to be enough to hold them in place. You know, they've been holding in place. I haven't had any issues with them, but it's just kind of another design flaw, I feel like, in, in this simulator, where instead of just using a bolt that's not gonna break, they go and they use these fixed welded on threads that can be sheared off. Again, especially if you use these knobs. I think if you use bolts, it's not an issue. So again, pro tip, hopefully this, this shouldn't be an issue for people going forward because, you know, you watch this review. But again, something that's very frustrating to me. Our next con are the accessories or more so the lack of accessories. So the Evolve is an extremely stripped down simulator. It doesn't have 
the standard accessory that is an H-pattern shifter mount, and then it doesn't have things that are more optional you see out there like a mount for a handbrake, uh, a monitor mount, a mount for a butt kicker transducer setup. It doesn't have any of those options. It is just the rig itself, and you know, you gotta supply everything else. So while this isn't necessarily an issue for everyone, not having things like an H-pattern shifter or a keyboard tray, those type of things, especially for a simulator that sits this low, you don't necessarily need a keyboard tray. You can just kind of set it on the ground. It's not that big of a deal. Um, for those of you who like to have something like H-pattern shifter, it is a big deal. And it's also a bit of a deal because considering that the price that the Evolve comes at, which leads us to our next con. Our final con is the price. The Evolve comes in at $1,300, which certainly isn't inexpensive when it comes to static rigs in sim racing. Now, I do want to state here that just because, you know, something costs $1,300 doesn't necessarily mean that it's expensive. It just means that it has to have, you know, be worth $1,300. But unfortunately, as you've seen through this review, there's been issues here that haven't quite justified this price. Now... If, let's say, if the Evolve was a kick-ass experience, then I think the $1,300 would be justified. A lot of people, when they saw the, the price of the Evolve when it was announced, they, they scoffed at it. And I didn't necessarily, I didn't because, you know, it looks awesome. It has a carbon fiber seat, which is not inexpensive. And then, you know, it's made from Sparco, made in Italy, not made in China. And, you know... There is something to that Sparco name. You know, I know a lot of people out there won't admit it. <laughs> There's a lot of pushback about that, that you're paying for the name. But, you know, when a lot of you, again, won't admit it, but when you hear, you know, Sparco, a famous racing name like that coming out with a product, I, I bet your heart flutters a little bit and you go, ooh, I really do want that. That looks really cool. So I think the price, you know, could have been justified, but unfortunately, it hasn't been. Now let's wrap this review up and get to our final thoughts on the Sparco Evolve Simulator. And as you can probably guess, I'm having a tough time recommending the Evolve, which it sucks. It sucks because when I saw the Evolve, I got really excited. You know, I know a lot of people might have been turned off by the higher price tag or anything, but super excited to see Sparco getting into, you know, this category. And I really, really wanted to like this rig and, and have it be one that I use a lot more. But... Unfortunately, there's just, there's too many larger issues. I mean, and even if you go and you, let's say we ignore the, you know, not great instructions and we ignore the knob issue because again, you watch this review and now you know to, you know, just pitch them and not worry about them, just go right to the bolts. Uh, you know, that's, let's, let's ignore that. Let's ignore also, you know, maybe some of the frustration of, of mounting things like the pedals and having to go and tilt it. You know, maybe you can go and flip up the rig and mount your pedals before you go and push it over into your simulator and all that kind of good stuff. You know, now that you know these issues, you don't have to go through these teething pains that I went through. So even if we go and ignore all those things, when it comes to just driving it, while it's a very, you know, I feel like it's a solid rig. Again, if you see the camera and some of the, some of the close-up shots, there is a little bit of movement, but just in day-to-day day -day driving, normal driving conditions, it feels like a solid rig. Uh, it looks like a million bucks and all that great stuff. But again, there's just kind of surprisingly a, a fit issue here. You know, me being shorter and on the thinner side myself, 
the seat worked out great, but unfortunately, when I went to run the Fnatic V3 pedals that tend to be more my daily drivers, you know, I wasn't able to get it at a comfortable angle because of this odd, awkward frame issue when you go and move that pedal plate uh, really close to you, and that's annoying. You know, it works fine with the T3PA pedals, and I was able to be super comfortable with those pedals. I was able to get into a comfortable driving position with any wheel I tried. You know, the, the wheel deck, even though it can be a bit of a pain when it's at the lowest position to go and tighten the bolts that go up into the uh, wheel base, you know, if you run it at a higher position, which I, I tended to, um, you know, the wheel deck assembly, that all worked out really well, and I like to have the up-down adjustment, I like the forward and back adjustment, the angle, the tilt, I, I feel like they nailed all that stuff, you know, really well, besides it just being a bit of a complexity to the whole setup. But, you know, if I can't get the pedals in a comfortable position for me, that doesn't work. And then on the flip side, if you take someone taller, they might not have that issue with the pedal plate that I did. They can probably choose any angle because the frame isn't in the way. But, you know, if they go and they got to wedge themselves into the seat, you know, that's not going to be comfortable in the long run, you know, either. So it becomes a question of what is this, who, who is this rig made for? So, unfortunately, you know, that's an issue. And those are the big issues. You might even get into some of the, you know, more, you know, detailed, nuanced questions that you have when you're going to go and spend, you know, a big purchase, $1,300. You know, like I mentioned at the, at the top with the seat, it's a very upright seating position, and yet there's no shifter mount. So it's really set up for people that just drive modern GT cars that have flappy paddles. Uh, it's not really dry, set up for people that do rally. I like to run more plastic stuff with the H pattern. And then if you run open wheel racing, again, it feels a little odd to be at this very upright seating position when you're driving an open wheel car. Those are the cockpits that put you more of a lean back form of the position. So with all those things taken into consideration, unfortunately, it makes the Evolve a tough sell. And, you know, maybe we'll see what happens on the accessory front, the price front. Maybe there's going to be some updates to it. But as of right now... Um, I'm left disappointed. I really, really wanted to like this rig. It's such an awesome looking rig, but it just doesn't check the boxes. So that will do it for our review of the Evolve Simulator from Sparco. If you enjoy this review, please give it a like. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't. Check out our website, isrtv.com, where we have all our reviews at the website, our popular forums buy sell section if you want to buy and sell use sim raising hardware, a great way to do that. Also check out the Amazon affiliate links in the description below. Click on the link, shop through Amazon, doesn't cost you a thing but kicks back a little towards us and helps me keep my sanity when I do these very long reviews that take lots of time. Sorry for the lack of video guys, it's just been, this was a long one. So anyway, again, thank you for watching Inside Sim Racing. Please take care of you and yours.